Welcome to the Path to Inspiration podcast, daily content to remind you to inspire and be inspired. And this podcast is hosted by the founder of Path to Inspiration, Sebastian Grinko. Beware of your desires. Our desires are a trap. If this subject piques your interest, please stay tuned till the end of this segment. Now, without further ado, let me get into the subject. Our desires are a trap. In Buddhism, it is said that life is suffering and the cause of suffering is desire. Cravings is a better word, right? Our cravings. We're born and we get to desire things. We want this, we want that. We're born with cravings. But actually, from a Buddhist perspective, our cravings is what keeps us in the samsara, which is a cycle of life and death. The only reason we keep on coming back and back is because of the cravings and the karma that we have created out of our cravings, out of our attachment. Now, I could get deep into why desire is a trap, and I will to a certain extent because I always do it, or at least I try to give this subject justice, but I want to talk about it on a more more practical, mundane, worldly side. But let me get rid of the deep side first. When it comes to desire, as I just said, our desires, our cravings will keep us coming back to this cycle of life and death, right? Our desire make us come back as sentient beings in this realm of humans, of animals, or whatever living beings we are meant to be at that moment. That's the cause of suffering, desire, our cravings. Now, why is desire a cause of suffering? Well, let's put it this way. If our desire would actually bring us fulfillment, it would not be really pain and suffering. But the thing is, desires can bring us one thing, satisfaction. That's very true. We can have our desires fulfilled and be satisfied by it. But generally speaking, it doesn't bring us any fulfillment, at least long term. That's what I'm talking about. Fulfillment is long term. Satisfaction is short term, right? So desire can bring us satisfaction, but not fulfillment long term. Not only that, desire begets desire. So desire brings about more desire. When it comes to desire, you desire this, you get it eventually. Now, if you don't get it, that's another subject. But if you get it, your desire will not end there. Your desire will be, this desire, sorry, will fade away and give space to other desires, generally speaking, stronger desire. That's why we talk about, in the West, we talk about since the Woodstock uh, 1968 and all that stuff, we talk the hippie movement and all that, we talk about the freedom to desire. But the freedom to desire is more of a capitalistic, hedonistic, consumeristic concept. Now, I'm not here to judge it, but the spiritual side is not the freedom to desire, it's the freedom from desire. And it's very subtle, 
there's one word that differs in both wordings, but it's completely different in its essence. The freedom to desire brings about more and more desire. Therefore, more and more frustration, because satisfaction is just short term, but the frustration will actually replace the satisfaction after a while, because the satisfaction not only doesn't last, but if we don't get the desire, we are unsatisfied and we're frustrated. But if we get the desire, we get satisfied, but we get another desire, and we take this desire that has been fulfilled for granted. So we kind of frustrated either way. I remember when I watched this movie, Lord of War, with Nicolas Cage. A good movie. I mean, entertaining at least. And at the beginning of the movie, there was a quote, and the quote was this one. The two worst things in life is number one, not getting what you want, and number two, getting what you want. Something to think about, food for thought. So think about this. You cannot really get satisfied by endlessly trying to fulfill, let me change this word, to grant yourself all the desires that you want. Now, should we live a life where we have no desires at all? That's not what I'm saying and that's not so easy to achieve, trust me. What we want to understand is this concept of desires will not fulfill us. Now, should we all jump out the balcony or kill ourselves or live lives as monks? No, that's not also what I'm that's not what I'm saying either. What I'm trying to say is once we understand it and we can accept it that it is what it is, and we can get off this hedonic treadmill, and we can accept that those desires will not bring us the happiness we actually seek then we can start developing this equanimity and this wisdom that comes from knowing and practicing this because truthfully nothing in this life external to you can bring you happiness you cannot rely on anything else outside of you to bring you happiness why because first of all it will not bring you happiness long term it will bring you satisfaction but it will not bring you happiness on the long term nor does it bring you more wisdom that's very important too that being said not only it will not bring you fulfillment but everything you desire and you get attached to will be taken away from you so even those desires that have been granted everything will be taken of you everything will be taken away from you because we live a life and we die so we take nothing else in our next life in our next realm aside from our karma and our consciousness the rest is gone ashes to ashes dust to dust mind and matter as we call this in buddhism nama rupa so our desires are not fulfilling because of the nature of the worm everything is transient short-lived and ephemeral therefore attaching to things desiring things will only lead to more pain and suffering now we should still live our lives as human beings unless we monks it will be complete it will be hard not to have desires now we can minimize those desires and i have a lot of desires i'm not i'm saying this for myself but once we understand that there's more glamour to our desire and the desire reaching this particular goal and having 
this desire fulfilled will not bring us everlasting happiness. Once we understand this, it is so much easier to actually cultivate the good and the peace inside of us. Ajahn Brahm, the famous Buddhist monk, likes to say that we should never let anything else take our happiness away. And our happiness is cultivated from within. And if you want more on this topic of cultivating this happiness within, especially in for us Westerners or Westernized people, in a world that we have not been trained to actually live like this, we should all look more into the teachings of Michael A. Singer. And his teaching is very simple, have no preferences or have fewer preferences. That's the better way of putting it. When you have no preferences, when this thing happens and you don't want more or less of this thing, it will be much better for you to cultivate peace of mind. Because if you want less of this, having this will make you suffer. If you want more of this, it will also make you suffer. So the thing is to be okay with the way things are right now without wanting more or less. Now, sorry. Now, it doesn't mean that we don't have preferences for things and goals and desires. But once we live a lifestyle where we can be happy, let me rephrase this, at peace with whatever is happening, even though we are still working towards our goals and our desires, but once we can live as a lifestyle where we can let go in the present moment and be at peace with whatever is happening while still working on our goals and stuff like this, because we're still humans. I'm trying to make it as practical as I possibly can, but use it as a lifestyle. Let go of the small things. Let go of the small things. Let go even of the big things. And also, as a combo, as a combination, understand that whatever you get, whatever desires you get fulfilled, you will have more desires and the desires you have fulfilled will not bring you more happiness than if you had not gotten them after a while, obviously. When you get them, you say, oh, amazing, blah, blah, blah. Then after a while, the satisfaction fades away and you back to normal. Same thing when you don't get it. So once you understand this concept, maybe it's frustrating to say, so what's the point of life? What's the fucking point of life? But that's not the fucking point of life, getting your desires fulfilled. That's why the freedom to desire is not the same thing as the freedom from desire. The freedom from desire will bring you to endless pain and suffering and frustration and attachment and stuff like this. There's a reason why people who seemingly have everything jump out the fucking window. There's a reason for that because that is not fulfilling. Simple as that. Look at your life. I look at my life very often. Look at all the things you have wanted that have been granted. They are normal to you. Now you're happy you have them probably. You're happy you still have them. But you, it's normal for you. It doesn't make you a happier being. Maybe a little bit, but it's completely normal. Does it bring you more wisdom? Not necessarily. Generally speaking, no. What I'm trying to say is like that's not the answer to fulfillment and peace of mind. That's all I'm saying. So once we understand this concept of being okay with the things the way they are and understand that desires are just constructions of our egos, generally speaking, and the construction of the conditioning of the world, and especially in a world that is prone to consumerism, 
hedonism and capitalism, and I'm not saying it's wrong, but we obviously have a lot of incentive to desire because that is what we've been conditioned to do. So once you understand that, first of all, you go to let go of a lot of desires because a lot of desires are more so conditioned by society than what we really want. Then you will have actually less desire, but the desires you want will actually be closer to what you truly want in your heart. And generally speaking, those desires would be more wholesome because those desires involve maybe a lot of more compassion, a lot of love, a, love, a life of service, etc. And they'll be much more simple than having this mansion, these cars and stuff like this. Now, maybe some of you like houses, maybe some of you like Ferraris and collect watches and collect things. That's nothing wrong, but it has to be your real desire. So once you understand this, you will live a much more simpler life, a much more fulfilling life, because you understand that the happiness you want, the peace of mind you want, can be cultivated right now, no matter what is happening. That's all. Thank you for listening. This was the Path to Inspiration podcast. For more information, go to pathtoinspiration.com for more content or sebgrinko.com for coaching.